Welcome to the Are We Still Here podcast, where we talk about what really matters for you and your own health and fitness. I'm Jess. And I'm Sasha. And each week we'll come to you with a no-nonsense topic, which will make you challenge your own thoughts and ask, are we still here? Don't forget to like, share and subscribe if you're enjoying the podcast. And let's get to today's pod. Hello, hello. Hello, how are you? Good, good. Um, what's going on? Stabbing pains in my arm. Oh, tattoo removal. Yeah. Um, Ouch. Just way worse than last time. Um, yeah, just one of those things. But hey, if it isn't the consequence of my own actions. Yeah, um, you, you have done it to yourself. I'm that's literally why I keep people, oh God, I feel, you know, are you all right? And I'm like, look, this is, it's completely my fault. <laughs> yeah my hands are up I'll take it I gotta deal with this pain I got myself into this situation I'll get myself out yeah how are you I'm okay thank you all good yeah um I've got my workshop tomorrow I have got my uh, yeah perimonopause and menopause workshop anyone local if you want to come along Uh, I think I've got maybe a handful of tickets left although I did need to submit um with the restaurant, the meal choices, so it might be a bit late now, but I don't mind. I'm looking forward to uh, doing that tomorrow. Yeah, I think I've got like 15 people maybe coming. 15 is so, a really nice number, actually. Mm, yeah, yeah. So it'll be really nice. Um, small group. Um, just talking a little bit more around like what to expect around perimenopause and menopause. But what I find is when I went into that business and did a similar talk last week, was it was just nice to have women in the same room being able to openly talk about it and normalize a lot of it and not feel maybe as alone or, or they could destigmatize some of the feelings that they had and also feel like oh oh you're going through that as well that make that makes me feel better mm-hmm. do you know what I mean so um so we're going to talk a bit about that but then also um as with the nature of our job uh put a massive emphasis on the the benefits of uh kind of using tools within our like health toolkit to help mm-hmm. support it absolutely I actually am off the back of your post and a post that I saw I watched the Dr Stacy Sims TED talk mm. uh, the first thing I thought was she's jacked <laughs> she she's, had a, yeah. a vest she's... on I was thinking oh my god I, I actually love got her. yeah oh have you do you recommend it it's very science heavy okay oh I've seen that book yeah yeah and it's it's very much more for like people who are maybe training for specific things like triathlons athletic events yeah she she did it did seem very performance sports based because that's how she got into it didn't she yeah pretty much um but yeah it's, it's a lot about like performance um so maybe not for those maybe just seeking general health practices in the mm. beginning anyway Mm. yeah yeah she's she's a really good source um Louise Newson she's a really good one in the UK uh the menopause doctor mm. um Davina's done a lot recently hasn't she in that realm yes she has um, but so, yeah it's so important honestly it's like it's mind-blowing how important it is and how little it's talked about I think it's just the the, the, the struggle like what always amazes me is like the highest 
and you can obviously say is it causation or or mm. correlation but the highest rate of divorce go is during female perimenopausal and menopausal mm. years also the highest rate of female suicide is during those years so God. like really intense stats and obviously we know how it can impact mood and depression and things like that but without any opportunity to alleviate any of those symptoms without discussing things like HRT without understanding and we've said this before when we spoke about mental health through the week it's not like are we trying to get outside for a walk but like without maybe having set practices every day which help with certain parts of um your symptoms that you're struggling with are you doing everything that's in your control um so I think it's just it's raising awareness Mm. the things that people don't know about definitely yeah definitely well it's good that it's becoming more talked about in our industry yeah, yeah and, and like how many clients have you worked with over the years where you've seen such a benefit um in like their muscle mass or like how they felt within themselves in the in those 40s 50s 60s mm, absolutely oh god yeah it's so important it's so 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 important um my mum's obviously a great example of that um but yeah that's the good thing about our job it's like there's no um, substitute for just get just getting strong. And I know that it it sounds like cheesy and like I'll oh, just honestly just get strong, but it's like it does it does help. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm <laughs> it sorry. Really does help. It's annoying. I get it because people have been telling us to to try and get strong for a long time. But like, have you tried it? It'll yeah. it'll do it will do you good. Um, but yeah, that'd be good. Um. Today's pod, we wanted to go into, um, as we lead up to Christmas, I think we've probably spoken, is this our third Christmas? It's our third Christmas together. No, is it? <laughs> so. It is, yeah, yeah, it will be, because we started in, yeah, okay, wow. So we've probably spoken about this again uh, a few times, but we wanted to go into more of a, kind of take the whole year into account and what we notice in fitness and the cycles that people go through and even how it relates to the literally the calendar um themes pop up all year round and it's basically how to kind of ignore those phases like when you when you meet people who have been doing this a really long time and and have got to the point where they literally don't give a shit what month it is it's just a normal month um how did they get there why is it important and yeah how it it relieves got it so much easier yeah because if you think about anything when you feel like you're in that hamster wheel yeah it's n- never an enjoyable feeling just to keep going through no. the same sort of exhausting yeah exhausting it's absolutely even with like holidays and stuff I think I had a call with a client last night and she's away for a weekend not this weekend but next weekend and um it was so nice just being like oh so when and I just got my note when are you you away I'll say it'll be um Friday afternoon until Tuesday okay sweet it wasn't like oh how are we going to prepare for this when are we going to catch up when it's like no I'm just just won't do any training on those days (laughs) bye have enjoy your time away and then come back and then you just crack on because when you are like you and I or uh, this client's pretty much there it's like it fucking doesn't matter does it you just mm-hmm. you just crack on as normal because when you when you have when you're in that place where you just it's just training's just like yeah just train a few times a week you don't have to think about preparing for a holiday preparing it's like 
what are we preparing for? Why do we have to prepare our bodies for for to, to open a few presents and have a roast in? Like it, it proper baffles me. Yeah. Um, do you, I, th- I think as well, what I always think is we've made, if, if you said this to like an alien who landed on the planet, <laughs> they would be like, sorry, <laughs> excuse me, what do you mean? What? Exactly. <laughs> and I think, who was it? I don't think it was you. Where did I read this? Someone basically said, isn't it weird that we prepare our bodies for a wedding, but we don't prepare our bodies to have a baby? Like no one goes, oh, I'm pregnant. So I need, you know, I need to train for my pregnancy when really that would be really fucking handy. A few, a few people do, but I, I do agree. It's not, not everybody. No. Yeah. yeah. But it, it, yeah, no, of course. But there but seems then, to be more emphasis in our culture on being wedding ready than being baby ready. When what's going to be stressful yeah. to your body, not a wedding. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah I can't remember who said that. Um but yeah, it's important. Your your body being in a good position for pregnancy is extremely important. Um, but your body being in it, not to dumb it down, but your body being in a good position for your wedding is not important at all, really. Um, to health, I'm saying. Obviously, if you want to train for your wedding, that's fine. Um, but yeah, I did. I can't remember where I read it, but I just thought that is interesting. We never think, oh, you know, we need to be physically ready to push a baby out, but we need to somehow be physically ready to walk down the aisle. Yeah, but it's literally for I would dare say 90 plus percent of the female population the biggest endurance event they're ever going to go through in their life because they're pregnant for nine months like what really literally <laughs> um one of my clients is pregnant at the minute and um she said to me yesterday she said you know what I'm absolutely sick to death of people thinking that just because I'm pregnant that I'm some kind of like like I- do anything my friends said that though like but I think it's just I think it's like part of like your nurturing thing I think I said to one of my mates when she was pregnant a couple of years ago I was like oh I'll get that for you mate and she was like Jess I can walk I was like yeah, yeah I'm pregnant I've got I was like, like yeah. yeah I know but I just it's more just like you, you want to make you're just trying to be, yeah. it's like a goodwill gesture you're like yeah. oh, don't worry I'll do that and she was like yeah. I'm actually fine I'm yeah okay. absolutely and she she said um I said to her there's, there's a few options one they genuinely think because of culture or upbringing that they think if you're pregnant, you you should be in bed like Henry the eighth times. Um, but two, so I said to her, I said, I'm not saying this is because I literally don't know your family, but I have experienced conversations where it's just a projection. So eight, uh, seven months pregnant, big belly, going to the gym, training twice a week, other person, not pregnant, haven't trained in 10 years seeing someone who is or who almost about to give birth doing more than they are mm-hmm. they don't they don't like it so they want to bring you down to you know where they think their level is and they'll go oh you shouldn't and this is was quite in a malicious way by the way so and she's like oh you shouldn't be doing that you know well we, that's bad for you even like some things about me as well and I was like hold on a sec <laughs> like oh your trainer shouldn't be and I'm like yo yo no yeah <laughs> and obviously she gets it and I get it and um but sometimes I just have to say look a lot of the time even for non-pregnant non-pregnant people a lot of the times when people have a negative attitude around your exercise regime it's usually because deep down they kind of wish they had one themselves yeah 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 I, I it's not all it's not always that but 
oh god sometimes and I've even had people admit it to me like oh you know what I think I was just saying that because I kind of felt bad that I wasn't doing it I'm like fair enough I get it um how do we get onto that anyway I don't know I feel like we went <laughs> way round houses to get back to where we are but it's anywho, <laughs> anywho, anywho. Um, um cycles <laughs> cycles yeah we were literally gonna say just like the, the life cycle I think that um a lot of us go through in at some point in our lives of what fit we we think fitness is or what mm-hmm. we, we think we should be doing based on the the seasons or yeah. um what anyone else is telling us to do um but I just think it, it comes up more prominently at this time of year as you see a lot of the chatter around um don't wait for the new year that time and and don't yeah. get me wrong right I don't have an issue with that messaging because I I agree in the sense yeah, that you're going to start something in a few months. Why not start now? I, I agree. Yeah, I, I get it. Nothing wrong with that. But it's the pressure of um, if you don't start now, you're a failure because you've wasted your year. Yeah. It's, it's that messaging that I'm like, whoa, 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 Cam, hold on a second. It's That's that's a bit unfair to put, every, put everyone down in that way. Yeah. But we see the same sort of trends year on year. And I think I definitely for a few years when I first started out in fitness probably went through the same thing which mm-hmm. was January um maybe stop eating as much random stuff as I was over the Christmas period because I maybe used it as a period to indulge. or indulge um also maybe not drinking as much which is probably natural anyway people are, haven't been paid January is a long month Dry Jan. Uh, dry Jan, all those different types of things. Um, but then the is the whole new year, new you hmm. hype, which can I, I do I do understand like a new a new calendar year can be a really nice time for people to start afresh, but I would always be interested to know people's reasons, like why? Is it just because everybody else is doing it is it is it easier is it I think it's yeah I think we place too much honestly I think the reason why that the the famous saying is that people go in Jan and then in Feb the gyms are dead because everyone's given up I think it's that we put we place too much pressure I I honestly believe that you know some people can just go head first and just crack on and, and and then do it forever but I mean if you've done that please let me know um I just I'm a huge believer in easing yourself into something mm-hmm. huge believer in easing yourself even if it's okay if you want to start in Jan fine um train once a week in December just once and literally limit yourself to one and see how and see, you and just see how you go but people obviously maybe it's the all or nothing thing but I'm a huge believer and I do it with all you know with clients when they first start there's excitement there's almost that January excitement of like oh new program um I mean I'm really going to get into this I've decided to invest in this or you know what can we do and it's like no let me I've got your diary here I also think there's there's something nice in not allowing yourself to do so much because because there is um 
we, we have so much freedom to do absolutely everything and anything these days. Yeah. There's nothing stopping us from going to the gym seven days a week. Oh. Like often the 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 challenge is like practicing some self-restraint and delayed yeah. gratification of being like, I really would like to start going five days a week, but I mean, I'm going from zero. So mm-hmm. maybe if I do start with one and then like, imagine how excited you'd be if after a month you'd gone once a week and you told yourself in month two, you were going to go twice a week. You'd probably be yeah. like bursting at the seams to get that second session. Yeah. And that's the thing you want, you want to, I always say like, you want to be in position, in a position where you want, you want to do more, not that you feel like you have to do more. So let's say you do two sessions and then you're feeling like, you know, I've had, oh God, loads, loads of clients say like, oh, you know, I think I'm ready for a third or I'm ready for a fourth. And it's like, okay, you know what it, you know what your week looks like now. You're ready for another one. That's fine. But when you try and shoehorn it in at the beginning, it's just, no, it just doesn't it just doesn't end well and taking yeah. stuff away like I always say taking stuff away does more to us mentally than adding stuff in and starting lower um and I also think that people ex- people think that obviously you know this is well known people think is more is better and sometimes I'll say well this is my training program you know what do you think and you know a lot of people oh let's you know it's it's, it's good but it's not lows and I'm like well no because I also have a life and um it's also totally fine to be in your uh routine and look forward to you know like I was having a call with a client last night and she goes I'm like oh you know you're getting four strength uh, sessions in a week that's like really really good she goes I do look forward to my rest day on a Thursday though and I'm like fine you know when people say like um oh I'm always bored on my rest day I've got nothing to do I'm like yeah you need a, a try and maybe a life maybe, yeah. maybe you know if you're getting to your rest day and, and you're literally like just wanting to do stuff but like there's other, there's other things in life and that's when it becomes all consuming and I'm just like if you're looking forward to your rest day but you love training fine I do I'm like yeah. oh I don't have to go to the gym today that's great I'm not it doesn't mean that I hate it it just means that I'll do something else yeah yeah and you should really need it as well it should be like if you're feeling like you could train seven days a week hard and it's like you're not training hard you're you're on you're simmering yeah 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 that's a really good telltale sign I think as well there's 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 just this there's the thoughts and feelings around fitness being very like one-dimensional in that sense which is like if I'm not in the gym then I'm not I've not done anything it's like fitness can be go getting yourself outside looking after your health can be um taking some intentional rest it's like Mm -hmm. it's how you how you frame it isn't it really Mm -hmm. um like I like I'm always a bit sore on a Monday after football on a Sunday Mm -hmm. but I really look forward to not doing anything because my body's a bit sore Mm -hmm. but I really like going out for a walk because I know it helps with a bit of the soreness Mm -hmm. like it's nice that I can just go nice and slow and steady Mm -hmm. I'm not with Max he literally walks 100 miles per hour Mm -hmm. um but it's like it's a nice it's a nice thing that I look forward to where I can just have a bit of a steadier yeah and your your fitness regime is is literally it's yours no one else knows what it looks like well coach knows what it looks like I maybe know (laughs) but like no one really knows because it's yours and that's the thing and that's why you don't feel pressure in certain months because like it, no one's expecting anything of you you don't feel like oh well my friends at work are doing fucking 75 hard is that what it's called yeah yeah so I it, it's just like I kind of like it that it's like that it's like no one knows 
mine no one knows yours it's like when it's just your thing and there's no external pressures um from a a good coach or something that you've written yourself or something that you're just practicing yourself you don't really feel the stress of the seasons because it's like well who am I who am I trying to impress yeah nobody and you know if you have a good coach then they if you have a good coach they will not mention the seasons let's put it let's put it out there yeah your coach has been like guys it's Christmas so what are you gonna do about it run yeah open that door put on your shoes and run for the hills because they shouldn't be mentioning seasons um but yeah I think it's I mean let's think about what the seasons mean like I think also why you and I maybe don't feel that Christmas pressure is because Christmas parties what's that Christmas party I'm like I literally haven't been to a Christmas party for about 14 years I don't, I don't know what it looks like and it's like yeah you know everyone gets dressed up it's a work thing so you want to look good and like it's literally four hours yeah why are you putting yourself through something that you don't want to do for for to be somewhere and maybe back but, to boogie at 11 o'clock but I often don't think right I genuinely feel like it's maybe not on people's radar until like marketing companies talk about it. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. if someone then says, and, and I hold my hands up, right. When I first started coaching, I did like a really horrendous, like Christmassy <laughs> program. Like, I literally hold my hands up when I first started coaching. Have you still got me. it? Can you send it me? <laughs> oh God, no, it'd literally be like, I could, luckily the program, it was like a group program, but I won't have had the workouts will be long gone now. But um, I think it was like, like really cheap low cost um but it was literally like the messaging was literally like little black dress for christmas type of vibe like and i'm like oh jess what was you doing why yeah. but again well yeah, but again i'm it's joking like, i'm joking as, no judgment. As, as a coach it was like oh that's how that's people want we, that's how we market ourselves around the seasons and again because i'd come from a business which was um i literally did marketing for huge retail brands there you go the seasons are massive so it literally just made sense to me to be like oh okay at this time of year we we talk about this Hmm. this time of year we talk about that and then I was like oh no why like now looking back it literally makes me die but hey I hold my hands up and that's that's of course god I used to I used to do stuff not necessarily dieting and stuff at Christmas but I used to my but then it's the same as it, the the little black dress thing at Christmas is the same as doing a bikini guide for summer. It's exactly the same thing. And you know what? If I know some coaches, like I know some coaches, probably the same program. <laughs> they just put yeah, a different yeah. picture on it. And they're like, oh, I'll just resell this. Yeah, just um, me in a bikini or me in a, me in a Christmas hat. In a yeah, bikini. <laughs> just photoshop the dress off and just a bikini. Um, yeah. But yeah, so you've got Christmas party and like, <laughs> and a lot of the marketing is like it's also it's almost being like if you wait until January you're like everyone else you're like you know there's shame and there's like oh don't be like the don't be a sheep um start sooner and you'll I've even seen stuff like you'll be way ahead of everyone and I'm just like this is so messed up yeah like Like, way ahead of everyone and what yeah yeah for what who anything where it's like competing people against each other Ugh, gamifying is- it and it's just honestly it's it's disgrace really um, I, I had a chat with another coach the other day actually and they were telling me that they're on this course at the moment and there's a whatsapp group for this course which is like where all the coaches are saying how far they've got through it and stuff this coach I was talking to was like it really put me off because it made me feel so far behind and I just thought about all these health and fitness things and I've had a lot of people come to me in the beginning and have said 
I was in this coaching group that had a WhatsApp group and it just every single week when people were sharing like their weight loss or like how much they changed, it just ended up making me feel rubbish because in the end I wasn't it in the same, I wasn't losing weight as quick mm. or I was, you know what I mean? So it's like people think it, the comparison thing is a motivator and in the beginning it might be, but it's very easy for people to come disillusioned really quick and, easy. and feel, feel shit about themselves. Like, Mm-hmm. there's a very small percentage of people who will benefit from that that style of marketing yeah. well it's all relative isn't it it's just in a, in a in a separate context but one that I'm sure people can kind of understand is that imagine your company just made one million quid right profit and then you go on a on a call with like business owners and everyone on that call has made over 10 million profit right suddenly you're like oh um I'm way behind but then if you're that million pound profit earner went onto a call and everyone had made 10 grand they'd be like mate I'm fucking killing it yeah (laughs) it's like who who is around you if you surround yourself with if you're just getting into fitness and you surround yourself with athletes do you think you're gonna feel good probably not that's like going to a as a beginner going to a crossfit class and seeing someone do like ring muscle ups and you're like you're gonna be like oh god I can barely do a ring row right um so you just got to think who are you who are you looking at who who is doing these things that, that's making you feel bad or is it just that you're kind of you know me like it'd be like me going into a business call and everyone's making 10 mil a year I'd literally be like like I'm proud of myself but what on earth am I doing here I'm lost I'm in the wrong I'm on the wrong call hey yo yeah. get me out of it I'm, I don't know why I'm here um I popped my head up and suddenly I'm surrounded by the it's not that I'm not good it's that I'm in the wrong place yeah just in the wrong place so if you're you know just starting out with fitness being in a group of people who are trying to get the little black dress Christmas party ready you're in it's not that you're bad you're in the wrong place yeah yeah you've ended up somewhere that you you were never supposed to be so it's not in a it's not on you it's it's not and it's not really on them it's just you're just in the wrong place that's all yeah I think that's it and and we're, we're all learning and the point what we did wanted to do about this podcast today is it's it's I think it's like a growth thing like I mentioned there me doing that Christmas thing when the first year I started coaching mm-hmm. I didn't know what I didn't know um yeah. but where I am now I can look back and be like thank god I've grown and realized and evolved over time mm-hmm. and it's the same with as a client or an individual going through this cycle that we're talking about this yearly cycle with your health and fitness there will come a point hopefully where you realize like enough's enough I'm not yeah I can't keep I can't keep doing this do you know what I mean I can't keep going through the same cycle of um in summer I'm going to try and crash diet for my holiday um then I'll forget about it for a bit and then it'll come to Christmas and then I'll get pressured by some marketing thing to do it again for Christmas or January like it 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 just seems it seems exhausting even just saying it doesn't it, it but it is quite, yeah but quite a few of us go through it over and over again but I guess the question is like how do we how do we see the signs to get out of it what are some things that we need to maybe look at and identify as things that we keep falling victim well, to that word's probably good to use and it can become an identity thing as in um Jess and I had a chat with somebody before and basically I'm not going to name names 
but there's a company in the UK who are quite a famous fitness company who basically run challenges all year round. And someone we know, um, or maybe it wasn't, maybe it wasn't common. Anyway, some someone I know from back in the day um, was a client of theirs and then started working for them because, you know, they really liked it. They thought, oh, I want to be involved in this. And then um, they realized that the people doing these challenges was the same people. It wasn't new clients. So like they did a challenge three times a year and it's always the same people. It was never, it wasn't, it's not new people. It's John, John, Kevin and Barbara mm. in March, John, Kevin and Barbara in August and John, Kevin and Barbara in September. And he was like, I, I'm obviously there's more people than that, by the way, not just three, it would be a terrible company. Um, it was thousands. And obviously there wasn't some new people, but a lot of the time he was like, okay, oh, you're, oh, you're back. Oh, you're back. And then he started to be like, hold on. These people have done this challenge for years and years. Like, why are they doing the challenge for? The whole point of the challenge is that it's a, it's a one-off and then buy. But these people almost like were just like, they identified with the challenge. They looked forward to it. And people be like, oh, what's wrong if they're looking forward to it? It's like, because it's not good for you. The whole point of these crash things is that then they're, they're not marketed as good for you. They aren't good for you. And if you're doing it three times a year, what's going on? Yeah, yeah. But he ended up leave. They ended up leaving, um, because they were just like, "This is wrong on every level," and they shouldn't even be really doing it. They should be like, "Yo," but obviously they didn't care because they wanted the money and 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 so on and so forth. Um, so think about if you're thinking about ways how to get out of the cycle. Think about why you're in it. Yeah. Why do you? Why do you genuinely? And it's a really hard question to answer because it's like it's putting yourself out there. It's like bare naked why am I why am I the way I am mm-hmm. and it's not a question people it's like literally vulnerability to like the nth degree it's like why am I this person what has got me here um but when you get people you know that are willing to put themselves out there like that usually there's a, quite a simple answer why that's how to get yourself out of it first why am I in it oh yeah. I uh I can think of a few uh, I'll, I'll use an example oh when I was growing up, every time we met someone or saw someone, me and my mum, my mum would comment on their appearance straight away before anything. It wasn't like, oh, I wonder how they are. It was like, did you see her nose? Her eyebrows look terrible. Um, oh, they've gained weight. Uh, they're looking skinny. They look ill. Or it was always like, oh, hi, nice to see you. And then the minute they left the room, it was like, did you see her arms? And she grew up with that. So now she obviously does it to herself because why wouldn't she? But she yes. notices she does it to other people and she hates it because she's like, oh my God. But if you, if that's all you've done your whole life, you can't just be like, I'm not going to do that anymore. Yeah. The end, right? So she's in that cycle because of that. But once you know that, it, it it's still hard to get out, but at least you know why. Yeah. And you can start to be a little bit more intentional with what you do instead of that. Yeah, exactly. So obviously you, I think in, in a situation like that, um, it's good to not try and not think those things, but the minute you think, just think, no, try and notice what you're thinking. Like, Oh, did I just thought that? How fucking yeah. awful is, why am I yeah. thinking that? And I think another one that comes up quite a lot is people who say, oh, I'm just all or nothing. Like these challenges, like they allow me to be the all and then I can be the nothing. And it's yeah, like, that's an identity thing as well. Yeah, that's an identity thing. So it's like, 
what would it mean to you to not be this all or nothing person? Oh my God, it'd be amazing if I wasn't all or nothing. Okay. But, uh, I can't because just the way I am. Yeah. So it's it, a lot of it is, the, again, the narrative you tell yourself. But then we've, we've spoke a little bit about challenges and sort of diet periods there as well. But the same applies to that all or nothing in the sense of um, the person who needs to constantly have like a fitness challenge yeah. to move them forward. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. Like that's one of the, the great things about health and fitness is mm-hmm. You can explore all these different endeavors, but if you're the type of person who literally finishes one challenge of some sort, and then mm-hmm. you're like, "I need to book another one," mm-hmm. it's like it's maybe worth asking yourself, like, "Where does that come from, and why yeah. do I feel that need? Is that the only thing that's keeping me mm-hmm. moving forward?" Because if that's the case, it's like, how long can that last? As well, mm-hmm. is sometimes a good question, especially if you're maybe someone who's going to these events and wanting to get the best time and PB every single one. It's like, what do you think that's doing for your headspace? Yeah. Going after that. And then maybe sometimes meeting it, sometimes not meeting it. I think there's a lot to be said in finding enjoyment in health and fitness outside of an extrinsic mm-hmm. base goal all of the yeah. time. Not saying you need to avoid them. I, yeah. I love an extrinsic base thing every now and again. I've done a few uh, races and yeah, um, I play football. That's quite an extrinsic. Yeah, out- yeah. But it's been able to also find solace in mm. the internal gratification you get yeah. from your health and fitness. And it's also what there's a benefit. What are you looking for? We we go into well, not me and Jeff, but people people go into these challenges because there's a benefit. There's something that there's a positive thing that they're looking for. Any behind any behavior, there is a benefit. Otherwise, we would we we would not do it. You know, yeah. even people who struggle, you know, the most common one, which I think a lot of people can relate to is overeating, like sitting and, and like not I wouldn't go binging because obviously that's a, a totally different kettle of fish. But like just the act of sitting and eating way more than you need it. You don't just do it. There's a there's a benefit that you're trying to chase There's a feeling that you want from it. And that's why people smoke. We, we all know that smoking is really bad for you, but there's there's a benefit. Yeah, there's the feeling there's... is there. You want you want the the nicot you know, you're addicted to the substance. So obviously addiction, again, it's a totally different thing. But there are things we do. Shopping is a huge one, right? I, I, I have been, oh my god, I've been there. And that's why I find it quite easy to talk about because I've literally like been slap bang in the middle of it. The the idea for this podcast today, obviously, by the way, it was about a hamster wheel. It actually came yeah. off the back of a finance lady or fellow who was talking about the hamster wheel of spending habits there you go it's, it's very similar as we always say fitness and finance is like very close like the behaviors are so similar and when I can so although I've not been into the fitness challenges really before I've been into the I feel low and bored I'm going to look online and I'm going to buy something and I'm going to pay two quid extra to have it delivered tomorrow because I want something to look forward to and I want something to open and I want something to to make me so people be like oh just stop spending money it's like obviously (laughs) obviously that's the solution however I'm hunt why am I hunting for that feeling yeah because it's a huge problem in that now we can have anything like like that you can have anything you want straight away Deliveroo I want burger and chips okay I can have it in half an hour bang I pay ridiculous amount for it but I want it I want it now shopping Amazon ASOS next day delivery um Klarna um Afterpay whatever they're all called 
what do you think they're trying to do? They know that people are hunting for these hits and they're going to make it real easy to get it. Even like when you, um, like honestly on Amazon, it's so easy to buy something. It's almost criminal. Like you go on, oh, swipe to buy. I don't have to go and get my card. I'd have to type in my details, my address, my postcode. I don't have to choose anything. It's like your details are here. Just just swipe and it'll be with yeah. you in 12 hours, 24 hours, whatever. So you've got to think, what am I what am I looking for in these challenges? What am I looking for? And and one of the things people are looking for is recognition, status. Um, I won look at me, look at this photo. I'm going to stand on a podium. I want everyone to to look at me and think, oh, look what I've done. I can't wait, I can't wait to tell everyone about it. Look, I, look how good I am. Um, natural, humans do that. Peacocking. Yeah, <laughs> those, exactly. birds, those birds that spread and they're like, look at me or the scent that people, that animals spray because they want mm. people like wanting attention is a complete and it, you're not wrong for wanting it but you need to figure out why you want it so much and it's usually comes from insecurity so are you going for these challenges because you want the end product and you want people you want compliments you want yeah that's a really good like, question do you want compliments why because i want someone else to tell me that i'm attractive or fit or strong or good enough or and mm -hmm. it usually lies in that obviously it's completely it's multifaceted and there's loads of other things oh, God, I, yeah, there's so, yeah there's so much in that as well and I think like everyone will know their own individual answer but a lot of it the hard part is being able to really answer as honestly as possible as to why you are doing something and that's really hard and sometimes it takes a bit more digging than just yeah well it's just because of this like it takes you like really sitting with it and be like oh yeah. why and it's not nice it's uncomfortable no. no it's not and I think um I think it's like sometimes as well it, it'll unpick some feelings that you don't necessarily like mm -hmm. admitting but it's good to understand what itch it is that what, needs scratching yeah what it, what it is scratching like because then once you know you can start to maybe think of either alternatives that feel like a little bit more quote-unquote healthy or aligned mm -hmm. in a, a mental or physical capacity mm -hmm. do you know what I mean like you say um for for example if you, if you know that you are a binge eating or if you're just overeating on an evening because you're trying to alleviate some feeling of boredom or loneliness yeah. it's like okay boredom or loneliness okay well how could I maybe well I'm do you know what I, I haven't actually been doing that hobby as much lately so yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna start doing that a couple of days we can see if that makes a difference to yeah. some of the habits that I've got going on at home or I've really not reached out to that friend as much lately and I am really missing them so I'm just gonna give him a call and do you know what I mean like oh okay that okay I've addressed what's going on everything yeah. that we do is is often it's behavior based it's it's yeah. there's a reason behind it there's a reason there's a benefit and even like you just said with the hobby thing Jess like imagine you come back from work it's five o'clock and you you go to sleep at half ten so you got four and a half is that right yeah four and a half hours to kill and in that time you're on your own and 
um all you got to do is have a have, cook yourself a meal and you got four and a half hours right no kid I'm talking like person on their own who may be experiencing loneliness I know you can experience loneliness amongst others but let, for this context just imagine you're experiencing loneliness now imagine that you got home at five you put your bag down you had a, a cup of tea a snack whatever and then I'm just going to make something up because it's easy and then you <laughs> then you've got um a guitar lesson right mm-hmm. And you really wanted to learn guitar um, and it's up the road and you need to leave at about uh, six o'clock. Okay. You get there, you see people that you saw last week in the guitar lesson, you know, you're having a laugh, maybe a beer, whatever, you're chilling, you're learning guitar, you, you, you make a little bit of progress. Something that you did last week is a little bit easier and you're like, oh my God, that's so cool. When you get home, let's say it's now seven something, it's time for your tea. Do you think there's more or less of a chance of you falling into behaviors that you don't want? I would I would argue that obviously not in every case. And as we know, we always have to add context, but there's something in it. There's like, there is something beyond work that I'm enjoying, that I'm around people. There's a social element to it. And it's almost like having something in your life that is just nice and you love and you're doing it for you for no you know, you're not going to be Led Zeppelin or you're not going to Jimi Hendrix. You're just playing guitar, like similar to your DJ thing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know uh, uh, July also does a DJ thing. Um, like I've said, I have people that do so many of these little hobbies that I find are cool. And I just think there's so much in that of like exploring other things outside of fitness as a fitness people that's like I I like to write so sometimes writing is my thing and I, and it, I even on evenings where I've written something I, I feel I feel better I don't feel like I'm just sat doing fuck all and, you know I'm more likely to cook myself a nice dinner I'm more likely to feel just nice in myself if I do something for me rather than just fucking sat there like so do you think as well like in on that note around like those periods in our yearly calendar yeah of being able to identify when we're feeling certain things rather than thinking, Oh, I need to kick up my ass with this challenge or I need a, and it's like, maybe that's not the thing that you're looking for. Maybe it's something else that you need to find meaning, need to find more meaning with. I had this conversation with um, a new client the other day and she said that she not long ago signed up for a seven week shred or something. And I said, Oh, how did that go? Seven. Yeah, I know, I know. But, <laughs> but, um, and she said um, she signed up for this thing, and um, I was like, "What made you do that?" Because I know, I know the girl, and she was like, "She said, I'll be honest with you, Jess. I felt like I just needed something to look to to give me a bit of a push." She yeah. said, "I knew it wasn't going to be sustainable, but I thought it might be like the um, like launch pad." to get me going like to just force myself into it and I said and was it and she was like no she said it was just a disaster like because the whole point of it was the person running it was like it this is seven weeks of like really hard work it's not sustainable but we need to push through this seven weeks and then you go on to the sustainable part oh sure (laughs) okay sure (laughs) pull the other one yeah like but so so that and then she was like and I just and I just didn't it just seemed like they didn't make any sense to me. And I was like, because it doesn't, like, that's why it didn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so but for her I think it was like she she had a lot going on in her life she was just looking for something she could hone in on as a focal point control yeah when we when we're struggling to control a lot of the things in our life which are uncontrollable yeah we look for things don't we to to make us feel more balanced even though it might not always yeah I have I I, I've been made aware and I'm fully aware of some things in my life that you know I don't let anyone else help with like it's my thing like even professionals I'm like no it's my thing like this is up to me this is my thing and and we all we all have it and it's when the the fear of that certain thing getting out of control is more than you is more than you can handle you over can you over can it's over control you over you control it <laughs> more than you feel like you can mm-hmm. um because then at least at least you know that that thing is up to you and that's what a lot of people get out of challenges they're like no either I do it or I don't and I'm gonna I 75 hard is a perfect example isn't it like because you have is it you have to do it every day Um, every day yeah there you go so people would rather people who are doing no exercise at all would rather do something every day for 75 days and then nothing than do something twice a week like there's some there's something in that and I would love to start like if you if you've done 75 hard <laughs> message me I, I would like to interview you simply because that is the 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 fitness phenomenon around cycles and things like that it's like why would people rather suffer it's, for a short amount of time it's the same it was like uh, insanity back in the day oh yeah I remember insanity. I never did it obviously no me neither but like that Sean Sean Tia, whatever it was called. What was that? It was like, was it 30 days? Mm-hmm. Um, how many days is it? Do you think do you, do you think it's because um people want to do something knowing that at one day they can stop? Maybe. Uh six days a week you have to do it for 60 days. Yowza. Yowza. Um, yes, I, I honestly think it's that people f- maybe there's discomfort around knowing that something will never will never end there's not there's not like a, a a just a point that you get to where there's just this level of clarity and you're like oh I'm done now mm. I don't maybe people don't like that I personally in my in my personality I like that um because I I don't like certain amounts of pressure and I just feel like I'm I, I'm quite like a I've got a candle lit I'm zen, I'm zen I I like the relaxing vibe of of my version of fitness um like just go and do a bike I just chill I just I just have that and I, and I know some people don't have that but I enjoy that feeling but I know a lot of people um are like okay well what you know okay but when can I finish when can also, I also I think yeah and also I think that, that there's there's an understanding in the sense that you can have a bit of both yeah, of course you can have a bit of both. You don't. You don't have to be have a really like. Oh, so if you're saying like I never do, I don't know. Not not saying these mm-hmm. fitness challenges, which aren't mm-hmm. fitness challenges. They're just let's not eat and move your body loads challenges. <laughs> um, but um, say for example, these fitness events and stuff. All all we're saying is maybe just have more thought behind them and more intention behind them. So for example, in your program, if you have, if you are training four days a week, for mm-hmm. example. And one of those sessions is a, okay, let's, let's give it some type of session. Mm -hmm. 
that's fine, but it's intentional within your program. Yeah, it's, it's very intentional. It's, you understand why it's there. You're also yeah. recovering ad- adequately afterwards. Yeah. It also has a really strong relationship with the other three sessions that you're doing in a week. Yeah. So it makes sense to what you're working towards. Yeah. You're not just sending it four <laughs> sessions a week because you can. Yeah, absolutely. And, I think, and then I think that's it. You know, like the, the 75 I've had, it's like, oh God, I've been sending it four days a week for three months now and I've not seen any changes I don't feel any different I feel I feel horrendous Mm -hmm. yeah because you're probably not going to be able to keep that up forever sorry like (laughs) that's just the truth that is true exactly exactly and like you said Jess it's nice to have it's nice to have intentional short-term goals within a long-term goal so Mm -hmm. I have a client at the minute she's um her goal is to be able to build endurance and running right to just be able to go and just go and in, 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 when you're out, if you feel like doing three hours, fine, because you can and your body's like, yeah, sweet, we can do it. But in amongst that goal, we've got half marathon. Is the half marathon like, guys, you got 10 days. Oh my God, you got this, you got this. Oh, have you done this? It's just like, no, that's just a little, oh, there's a half marathon. Should we do it just to see where we're up to? And it's, it's not like, and there was at the beginning, there was pressure. There was like, oh my God, you know, people are going to be watching. And But now, because it was a long time ago when we started, it's just like, I messaged her yesterday and just said, how are you feeling? She's like, oh, cool. Um, Yeah, yeah, fine. Everything's good. And because she know, she can do a half marathon. She's done more in training. Yeah. You know, she, she did 26K last week. So having to do 20K, 22, is that right, Jess? 22. I always get confused. I, I for some kilometers. reason, I think in kilometers, but then when it comes to marathons, I'm, my head my head goes straight to miles. And then like, I, tw- I think it's like 21 for a half. 21 point something. Yeah, yeah. So the fact that she has to run 22K after when she did 26K last week is like... And? Yeah, it's like it, it, it almost, obviously, you know, fuel, maybe she's going to pick up the pace a little bit. You know, it's still a race environment. But there's no pressure because we know that she can do it. But it's still good to go and experience it, have the day, you know, there's crowds. It's, you know, it's just nice, but we haven't put everything on that day because we know that the longer term goal is, to, is, is not that half marathon. Do you see what I mean? So it's like, it, we're not saying that you just have to be like, oh, just crack on forever and never have anything to like kind of look forward to. We're just saying amongst your big long term goal, which is to be fit and strong forever, there's absolutely nothing wrong with having some bits thrown in there for fun. Yeah. We're not trying to say, guys, no challenges. We just want, it has to be boring. We're saying be intentional with goals that you can definitely do, you know, and maybe some that you're not sure if you can do have more of a challenge, but it's good to kind of put them in there when your body is up for it rather than just throwing them in there because you feel like shit one morning that you woke up. So you're like, fuck it. I'm going to do Barry's hell week which is where you do a Barry's thing every day. It's like, you don't need to do that. You don't need to. You're feeling pressured and you want to just get sucked into something. I get it. But you can have intentional, achievable and semi-unachievable. What is it that um, Michael Easter calls them? He has one thing a year that he does. Misogi. Misogi, yeah. It's one thing a year that he signs up to that he's not sure he'll be able to do just as like a fuck this is grim let's just see but he's very fit and very strong and he's much older so he he can probably put his body through a lot more than maybe me or Jess could do right now um but then he also has goals that he is like a just past maybe what he can do or maybe something he can do and he just wants to have fun so we're not saying that fitness has to be 
all year round, boring, never challenging, never hard, just easy zone two, right? We're just saying that be intentional with it. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you'll stop and start and stopping and starting is just a bit exhausting. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's, yeah, I think like you, I think that's it. Realizing you can have the best of both worlds as long as your understanding around your intention is is clear. I think that's when we start to feel lost and unsure about where we're heading. Is yeah. is when we're just doing things for the sake of doing things. Yeah, exactly. And then we, and then we wonder why we feel so like oh, I feel I like I'm bothered. No- really, I've got nothing on it. And even like um, with say your mine or yours like training at the minute um say if there was a period that we were going through where we just felt a bit like yeah training's okay like it, it probably just requires us to sit down and work out why we feel that way yeah it's not because we're lacking like this big that's it's not that there's a guarantee that we're lacking this big challenge or something no. of some sort it's probably that we're just a bit unsure of what we need at the minute as a person yeah, I mean, absolutely absolutely I had this discussion the other day with a client around training and um she was saying oh, I just I don't know I feel a bit like I just don't feel like I want to get myself to the gym at the minute and I was like okay cool let's let's talk about what what else is going on at the minute then it's spoke usually a lot right yeah spoke about work spoke about like being pulled in different directions spoke about a bit of frustration with an injury which was like it was still there like it, we were working through it but it was still on her mind because it had been a really mm. long time and it wasn't getting any better with the help of some she'd been like proper past from pillar to post yeah that's it. Mm-hmm. and she was like and I was like okay so based on what you said then with with training at the minute is there any like is there any wonder maybe you're feeling a little bit mm. disillusioned with it you're not being able to execute on the goal that you had originally because this injury is taking longer yeah. for you to get to like work's really demanding which is also meaning that the times that you like to train in the gym you're not getting to train at those times because it's now really busy when you're there so it's like the worst thing for her would be to be like I'm gonna do this big challenge to try and get me me like re-motivated it's like no because those things are still going to be the same yeah <laughs> absolutely it's still gonna be the same yeah there's challenges that you've got going on around like how demanding work is and the times you can get to the gym and this injury is like still frustrating in regards to how it's been handled yeah that those things are still going to be the same so what we need to work out is instead it's like what could we do with your training to make it more enjoyable at the moment so we sat down and we had a look at that we spoke about some of the modalities like I really miss swimming I used to swim loads you know and that'd be really good for my injury yeah I just haven't made the time for that. And I think that would be really good. Okay, yeah, cool. Why don't, we go swim- why don't we go swimming once a week? Let's mm-hmm. let's get you back doing something you really enjoy. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what yeah. I mean? So it's just, again, just reframing stuff. And sometimes yeah. you don't have that vision yourself. And that's how having a coach to have those conversations with Absolutely. can be really helpful. Absolutely. And I think if, if you know, I've, I've had, God, I'm sure we've both had countless conversations like that. But when you're having a really stressful time outside of work, Sometimes your training is just, I like to call it background noise or elevator music, or it's just mm, elevator music is a good one. Yeah, it doesn't have to be, it's not like a song blur, blaring in your ear all day. It's just like something that's there. Um, my client, for example, who's a surgeon, her job is something I couldn't, honestly, I, I don't think I could even imagine having that 
stress on me, right? You know, talking to patients, telling them that this operation might not save your life. Like, can can you even imagine? Mm. Um, and on those weeks, bless her, she'll just say, I'm just going to, she's got a biker. I'm just going to do the bike this week. Fine. <laughs> because when you have a week like that, sometimes you just, you just can't. Yeah. Um, and there's, the thing is, there's nothing wrong with that. And I think people are so obsessed with the constant progress that the thought of doing something that might not get them further in their fitness thing is just like, it's almost like, well, I won't do it then. And it's, yeah. such, it's, not, it's not a good mindset. It's not a good mindset to have. Like I went and did a strength session the other week and it was honestly, it was shocking on all levels. Um, I felt terrible. Um, I didn't even do the last exercise because I was staring at that trap bar and I was like, no, it's not happening. Do not want to do this. Do not want. But uh, I have I have sessions like that. It just it just does not bother me. I go home. I get out of the gym. I'm like I need to leave the gym right now. I'm not going to throw that trap bar at someone's head. Um, but it doesn't. It just turn it down in the background. Just turn it down. Just get just mm-hmm. e- even if it's like I don't know about you, Jess, but when I'm feeling an like a, a higher level of stress than normal, I am much more drawn to my running session or my bike session because I know that I can just sit and do mm. it so if I met, said to Mass yo this week heads on the floor heads out the window um can you not put my I'm not going to do my strength this week but can you put my run and my bike in and then I might do one of them twice if I if I can fine he's, he's not like uh no because you need to hit this no he's like no and that's like uh the beauty of like fitness as as fitness is our fitness and then fitness is sport and it's like if you do it if you're really serious about it it's kind of like tough shit yeah but with us we we don't have to do anything we're doing it because we want to so we can just be like you know what this week my brain is shit my brain has turned to custard my brain is blancmange my brain is not working I'm just gonna do mindless stuff this week Mm -hmm. the grand scheme of things in the rest of our lives what is this week? Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. Obviously we don't want to have that mindset every week because then we'll get nothing done. But, but to it- have, yeah, to have that like, like the, the more freedom around stuff. And and that comes with like more experience as well. Like the more our clients evolve over time with us, they might sometimes say to us, my head just wasn't in the right place mm-hmm. to do that session today. So I went out for a walk or I went Fine. out for a nice bike ride or yep. what- Great, good. I'm so glad that you were able to. And like you say, if there's no pressures around sports, events, deadlines, competitions, things like that, you can have a more relaxed approach with training. Like Sasha's, not every single week. No, because something's wrong then. Yeah, but it's where it's like, you know what? Like, uh, I can't remember last time that happened, probably like six months ago. But yeah, I just needed needed my own time to do this. Okay. Exactly. And it's like the rigid, it's the rigid, isn't it? yeah um sports which is fine if that's what you want to do but sports um events um challenges short-term programs they are rigid and they have to be yeah and you have to get you have to be it's like well oh I can't do it well it's a it's a four-week program and you said you can't do it two for two weeks just there's no point just go leave it because it's so rigid but within life with fitness it's like yeah, there's an element of rigidity in that if you're working on your front squats, you got to do your front squats. But if you miss a front squat session, like, okay, if you miss four in six weeks, then what's going on? But then there's another conversation to be had. 
So it's like you, you have to, the words agile, isn't it? And I love how agile rhymes with fragile. It's just it's just perfect and it mm. works very nicely in my head. But like you need that agility to just be like, yeah, oh, oh shit, can't do it today. Fine, do it next week. There's yeah. no in challenges, there that doesn't exist. And do you know what I think that's so helpful for people? to work with maybe you or I mm. in the sense that realizing that you can be more agile with yeah. your health and fitness is so much like more freeing it's really relaxing oh. to know that you can be like oh so the world's not going to end if I <laughs> do that session this week no no it's it, life happens sometimes yeah. so that's okay that's fine we'll we'll just move we'll just move that one around and then yeah. next week we'll come back to those um and see how you feel yeah oh all uh, it takes is the message all good you know, oh, I didn't get in this week. All good. Um, yeah, honestly, work just it handed me my ass on a plate. Sweet. There you yeah. go. Yeah. Yeah. And it's even, you know, like things around, oh, my my knee really hurt uh yesterday doing that run. So um so I'm not I've not done those lunges today. Yeah, so I left them out. Oh my god, yeah. great, because that's yeah, what I would good. have told you to do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's good. I'm glad that work. I'm glad that you again, and again, how great is that for somebody to learn and develop rather than feeling tight to this schedule of a yeah. non-existent goal a six-week challenge something like exactly. that where it's like tough shit you're on the same group coaching program yeah, you've, you've got to do it for any extra. you've got to do this and that that's all so yeah exactly exactly yeah. right guys thanks so much for listening um yeah it was good app good app passionate app i felt really felt myself being like guys coming on the table <laughs> um thanks very much for listening as always like subscribe do whatever you like to help us promote us and we will see you next week for episode 121 bye all bye all